here to sugarcoat I'm sorry about you Too much shelter causes pain Let's just be real honest Things are gonna knock you down Avoidance will not help you out Let's talk it through you, me and you Let's keep it real honest I feel like this song needs to be sped up But I don't have the energy to do the work that that would take um, hello everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Real Honest, the podcast where we share candid thoughts and feelings about life, love, and relationships, God and church, adulting, the workplace, everything in between. I'm your host, Samantha Lavat, and you may not always like me, but I will always be honest with you. I release new episodes every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Central, give or take. We're currently on a bi-weekly, um, situation trying to get back to weekly, but let's just go with bi-weekly for February and March, and then we'll see what happens. As you already know from the title of this episode, we're doing a story behind the song today. Um, I don't know if anyone gets as excited about those as I do, <laughs> but really and truly, I'm doing it because I am not having a great week. There's a lot going on. I'm very stressed. And yesterday I was just feeling sad and I was just in a mood and, and I was driving home from class and one of the songs from that EP that I wrote last summer when I was disgustingly in love. Um, okay, that's dramatic. That's not even accurate. I was not disgustingly in love. I was like mildly in love. It was like very, very tame for me <laughs> when it comes to love. I should text Cameron. What, what would, what's a good, hmm, what kind of love do we call that? Anyway, I was driving home and one of those songs came on and it just made me so happy. <laughs> And I was remembering like how much fun it was to make that EP. Like the whole experience was just like magical and great for me. And before you get too excited, no, I'm not playing another song off the EP. Um, it's just kind of, it's kind of for me right now. Like I'm still, it's still for me to enjoy for myself. Um, I'm going to share with you guys when I, we're going to dive into the archives today. <laughs> you're going to get a song from 16 year old Samantha, which that's always a good time too. Um, it's awkward because the songs that I wrote in high school are so cringe to me now. And I, um, I'm kind of worried because like, I love the songs that I wrote last summer so much. I just want to like protect them. And I low key feel like as soon as I share them with more people, I'm not going to love them as much. And I already like every time at least my high school songs I'm like oh I was trying and the stuff that I do more recently it's like every single time I listen to it it's just like the production value pains me because <laughs> I'm not a producer but I know what's wrong with it I'm like and so it was it was a, kind of a difficult drive home because I was like oh I need to adjust these levels I need to re-record that vocal that lyrics in past tense and that lyric is in present tense and they're in the same sentence it's a whole thing um it doesn't matter because that's not what we're doing today so I will start with a quick goals check-in, which is that I have none. It is the 13th of February when I'm recording this, and I have written literally nothing this month. So is chapter two coming to my friends? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, what I'm learning from God right now, I feel like I'm learning that it's okay to ask questions because... <laughs> Whew, I might do a whole episode about it later, but seminary is driving me nuts. <laughs> And I just, I'm not even like, I'm not trying to be a pastor. I'm not in the divinity program. And I met with a guy today who is in the divinity program. And he was telling me like, these are all my questions. And I've been here for three years and none of them have been answered. And I'm like, 
fantastic. Just, yeah, so I don't want to get into that right now, which is why we are going to listen to a song from 16-year-old Samantha. Here we go. The song is called Keep Coming Back, so we already know that it's going to be great. I already hate it. What is this beat? into these lyrics i had to go back and look at like which songs that i already play for you guys so you guys have heard no more pretending and don't take my heart this one is for the same boy <laughs> if that sheds any light i'm screaming okay um verse one i just don't understand why you're doing this to me it doesn't make no sense it just drives me crazy oh the grammar it burns tell me why you would waste your time with me when you say that she is everything you need um, all right, so this boy, I couldn't even been 16. I had to be 15. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't remember. 
Cameron hasn't texted me back yet. <laughs> Let's see if he does before I'm done editing this. I can add it in. Um, okay, so this boy spent all this time like saying that he liked me and trying to make sure that me and Cameron didn't date because like he wanted to date me. Actually, he didn't want to date me. He wanted me to want to date him, but he didn't want to like follow through with I don't whatever situationships start when you're two. Um, so. I think this was after like months of him leading me on. And then randomly one day he was like, I have a girlfriend and we went to different schools. So that was part of it was he was like dating some girl at his school, but I was allegedly his best friend. So he was still talking to me every day. Um, And so we would still like hang out every now and again. And so I think I was annoyed (laughs) that he would like, I was like, why are we still, why are we still besties? Like, why are we still talking every day? Why are we hanging out at all? If I highly doubt that he would have said that she's everything he needed. Like he just wasn't, (laughs) he wasn't that sophisticated. He wasn't that loving to anyone. Um, so I, I, that probably was like, I took from a book or a movie. Like I read that somewhere. He didn't say that. He probably said something to the effect of, I have a girlfriend and she's not you, but (laughs) you're still my bestie. (laughs) And I was probably like, but why? Like, why do you want to date her? And you don't want to date me. And he probably gave me some bullshit answer that didn't make any sense, which is why I don't remember it. Okay, so the chorus is really lame. <laughs> why do you keep coming back? Oh, you keep coming back to me. Tell me why you keep coming back. When you chose her, you should be happy. Um, again, he never tried to date me, so I don't know that I could say he was really coming back to me. I imagine that it just was, he was an attention whore, and he just loved me being obsessed with him and he couldn't handle me not being obsessed with him. So I think initially like he got the girlfriend and I was like, okay, I'll just go date Cameron again. <laughs> Cause I like him better anyway. Um, and whenever Cameron had the attention and this dude didn't, he like lost his mind. And so I think me being a child received this energy from him as like, oh, he really does like me. Like he's just confused. Like he just picked the wrong one. But looking back, I just want to like wring my own little neck and be like, he doesn't love you. (laughs) He doesn't even like you. He sucks. He's mean. All right. Verse two says the way you look at her is not the way you look at me. That again, that's made up because I never met her. She may have not even existed, to be honest. He could have invented the girlfriend at his school just to have an excuse to not date me. <laughs> like, honestly, never met her, never saw her. Um, so I can't say that he looked at her any differently than he looked at me. But he did look at me like he was in love, or at least what I thought being in love would look like when you're 16. Um, <laughs> look yourself in the eye and say it honestly. Dramatic. When something's wrong, why are you calling me and not her? He did call me a lot. (laughs) Like, we were on the phone too much to not be in a a romantic relationship. I mean, we were in a friendship, but, like, mm, for, for us to be two straight teenagers that were not dating each other, we were on the phone too often. Um... 
as far as when something's wrong though, like I don't, I don't recall us ever like discussing when something was wrong. I mean, me and Cameron talked about being depressed a lot, but I don't think me and this other dude like ever got there. I don't know. Um, but why you calling me not her quit causing me this pain I don't deserve. Oh, I see. Look at me. I don't think I, I don't, he's never heard this, so it doesn't matter, but that would have been, at least I like, I had, you know, I had some, what is the word? I had some self-respect. Like I had a little bit cause I was like, I don't deserve this, except I didn't say that to him. So maybe I didn't. And then the second chorus is exactly the same as the first chorus. So we'll skip that part. Okay. I do like the bridge, the bridge I'm a fan of. Someday you'll open up your eyes and see the one you want is me. Don't think I'm waiting around because by then I'll have moved on. Okay, Samantha, I'm not going to waste any more of my precious time with you. Now I've finally seen you're not who I should choose. This is actually confusing to me. This last line, it's throwing me off the timeline because I'm just like, maybe I... I don't remember how old I was. Cameron has not texted me back and I like need him for the rest of the information. This could have been when me and Cameron went to prom because that's when I was like, we should get back together. And that's when I would have written a line like that to be like, you're not who I should choose because it's like, because I have someone else. Um, But there were two other people that I dated in high school. So I guess I could have been referring to one of them pulling ahead, but I just... They weren't really, that wasn't the, I wasn't in my writing era when I was dating either of them. So now I'm like confused, but either way, I like, I like this bridge. I like the energy of like, I know I'm great and you're going to see that I'm great one day, but it's going to be too late for you. Um, I hate to break it to you, baby Samantha. It never happened. This, this boy stayed on his fuckboy shit right up until adulthood <laughs> and I think I finally walked away as an adult adult, but damn, the number of I'm gone's in this song, you would think that that see, yeah, I, mm, it's not as self-aware as the lyrics imply because this isn't self-awareness. This was me trying to convince myself that I wasn't sad. Oh, that's sad. Oh, I want to give her a hug. I do like the music. This song is very dancey. Like I'm still bobbing my head to it. Like it's very fun. So I like that. I just wish that the lyrics weren't so cringe. Um, Cause that's pretty much the end of the song. Like after that, there's like a big instrumental. And then I just say like, do not keep coming back to me. I'm done waiting around for you. I'm going to walk away. And then I say I'm gone 80 million times. Um, <laughs> it's just so dramatic. Um, and this is so funny to me because I remember that there were some, some of my songs I would, in high school, I would like play and post them to Facebook because I wanted the boy that I wrote it about to feel bad, but I never posted any of this boy's songs. And I just think it's funny because I'm like, I feel like for me to write, like, I'm gonna go (laughs) like last chance if you want me claim me like (laughs) I feel like it only would have made sense if I like said that to him which I never did but hey you know she's a processing queen it's fine she's just getting out her feelings that's really huh that's really sweet sort of I mean I guess it's being sweet to myself kind of is what we all need um yeah 
this if anybody like hates these i'm so sorry but this is like so cathartic for me like i am in a great mood now like just do this little walk down memory lane i'm so entertained this is why I talk to you guys so much about like journaling and just having some type of tool to reflect on things. I love for that it's music for me. Um, but I just, I love to see where I've been and compare it to where I am because I just, for the first time in my life, I feel like I am overall in a very good place. Like I, um, I feel like I'm reaching out to people that matter to me, just openly saying like, I love you. You're important. I'm glad you're in my life. And I think even two years ago, I was sending those messages because I wanted to get them back. Like if I loved somebody, it would be, you know, like I would text them and tell them that I love them because I wanted to read or hear I love you too. And now I'm just so like, I just want you to know that I love you. I just want you to know that you matter. I just want you to know that you're important and you don't have to love me back. Like, I don't need that. Like, I'm fully good on my own. And I don't want anyone to mistake this for like, um, I do think that you should be able to ask for what you need in all of your relationships. But I also think that you have to understand where you are and where the other person is and what you're willing and able to give and what they are willing and able to give. So like I've talked to you guys before about how like I really only care to have one person at a time that I'm doing the like play by play of my day with, you know, that friend that you're like, I'm eating tacos. I'm in a work meeting. Somebody no showed boo. Like what Twitter started out as. Um, and I don't necessarily like mind doing that, but I don't get anything from it. I'm kind of like, why are we doing this? Um, it's kind of like having a cheerleader all day where it's like, I made my bed and your friend goes, yay. And then they're like, I ate a strawberry and you're like, yay, (laughs) just kind of cheering each other on through the day. Um, and I have a friend that I do that with and she and I have like deeper conversations sometimes like that's not our whole relationship. Um, but because I do that with her, I don't do it with anyone else because I'm like, I have to have like more substance to really get me through. Um, but like she and I, like we don't do that because our relationship has no substance. Like we do that honestly, cause we're bored. It's just like some, it's something to do while I'm like waiting for a meeting or while you're sitting on the toilet or whatever. It's just like that person that you always go to because she responds as quickly as I do. And she's like always available, which I think is really nice. Um, but I just feel like I'm kind of in this season of like, you guys know that I hate notifications and I respond really, really fast because I have to clear notifications. Um, and I'm always seeing on Instagram stuff of people being like, yeah, I know that I'm on Instagram, but I didn't text you back because I didn't have like the emotional space to do that or whatever. And that those posts really bother me because I'm like, what do you mean? You don't have the emotional space to respond to my yes or no question. Um, but 
you know, I have grown and I'm now like, okay, I do fully understand that there are people who don't have the emotional space or don't have the time or just don't want to give it to me or whatever it is. So I feel like I'm now in this season of understanding, like, if I don't want to do the small talk, I don't have to. And I think in the past, I would try to force past the small talk. Like I would, I would shut down the small talk and just go straight to like, so tell me about your relationship with your mom. What's the last nightmare you had? Like, what are your deepest fears? And I don't do that anymore, but I just don't engage. Like I am now that person that's just straight up not responding to people sometimes because if somebody sends me a message that I don't want to engage with, I'm not engaging with it. And like, I have some friends that like, I will be texting them about something and I, they literally will not respond to me for a month. And then they try to pick back up the conversation from a month ago. And depending on what that conversation was, I may or may not continue it at this point. Like sometimes it doesn't matter that it's been a month and the topic is still relevant and great, but oftentimes the thing is over and done and like now I don't need you to respond to it. So if you do respond to it, I'm just going to look at it and move on. And like, I might like your message, but I'm just not, I'm not caring enough to put that much energy into it. Um, and I just like, I find this, it's very interesting. It's like a very freeing place to be. Like, I feel like I used to think that, um, acceptance was all about like acceptance and contentment. I think I used to think that that meant that you don't want to change anything, that like you're totally happy with the way things are and you don't want to change. And I don't, I don't think that's totally true. I think you can still be striving toward growth and be content where you are at the same time. So like, for example, I don't think that my parents are capable of loving me in the way that I want to be loved today in this moment. Um, And I think in the past, I have tried to force them to get there. Like I've been trying to give them instruction manuals and roadmaps and saying like, I want to be loved like this. This is what I want you to do. And then, you know, the pushback from them has always been like, well, that's not how we love. Like, that doesn't make logical sense to us. Like, we're not going to do it that way. Um, And I took that as because you won't do it this way and you won't learn the way that I want it, then you don't love me. You're not putting the effort in. But it doesn't mean that. Like, some people, like, truly don't have the ability. Like, they don't have the tools And so then I moved into a space where I was like, okay, I'm going to just dismiss everyone that can't love me. Like everybody that's just not on my level, everybody that I have to explain it to is just not worth my time or energy. And that's too far in the opposite direction, I think, because I, I wasn't allowing other people to grow. Like I was kind of just saying like, this is the way things are. This is the way they're going to be forever. And so Now I'm trying to look at it as this is the way things are right now in this moment. And they might not be like this tomorrow. And if they're not like this tomorrow, then great. I have another opportunity. But so right now in this moment with the way things are, I acknowledge how things are on my side and on the other person's side and then decide how I want to move forward. So I think that um, like back to my parents example, it's kind of like I um, I've told them 
how I want to be loved. And then it's on them if they want to do the work and learn and figure it out. But if they don't, I'm not going to get mad at them for it anymore. Like I'm not going to dwell on it. It's totally not a big deal. And going back to like telling people that I love them and not needing to hear it back. Like I'm really, really focused on like making sure that the people that are important to me know how important they are to me. And I'm not trying to come off as like I'm all self-actualized and have reached like the epitome of peace and figured it out because I definitely still have moments where people are on my last nerve. I mean, I'm planning my birthday trip to Disney right now and I'm, you know, I've got a couple friends that like aren't going to come to my birthday breakfast because it's too early for them. And I definitely in the moment was like, it's my fucking birthday and you can't wake up early one day to celebrate my birthday. Like you seriously don't love me that much, you know, but I at least was able to pull back and be like, you know what? Not everybody is like me. Like just because I go to when I, when I'm celebrating my friend's birthday, I do whatever they want to do for the day or the week or however long we're celebrating because I am like, it's your birthday. Like we're celebrating you. Like, what do you want? I'm down. I'm here. Your wish is my command. Like, what can I do to give you a fun time? But not everybody is like that. And just because other people aren't like that, doesn't mean that they don't love me. Like just because they show love differently. And I think that the, I guess the, the danger with this revelation is it can cause you to be dismissive of people. Cause it's like, well, if they're not going to love me, they're not going to love me. And like the way that basically this is the first trip with friends that I'm approaching in a way of like, I'm not going to try to orchestrate anyone's time but my own like I'm gonna send everyone the schedule of what I'm doing and I'm gonna say like here is how I am celebrating my birthday you are welcome to come with me or you are welcome to do your own thing and it just is what it is but I am gonna have a good time and I'm in a Disney my way and I'm not going to force you to do it my way so then you're upset with me but I'm also not going to sit and be angry that like you're not along for the ride a hundred percent I'm just gonna do my thing and like if you show up you show up and if you don't you don't and that's gonna just be that and I'm gonna just take it one day at a time really one moment at a time and try not to look at it as like an overall this person doesn't love me and this person isn't my friend like I feel like I just have have had too many conversations with people about not being able to hold the space and like not thinking about things that have really been able to sit down and say to me like it's not about you like I I haven't not responded to you because I don't like you or because I don't want to talk to you I just have a bunch of stuff going on I'm stressed out I'm overwhelmed like it's taking everything in me just to stay above water right now in my own life. And I can't think about anyone else. Um, And so what I think we all need to get better at doing is when we have somebody that is in that space, that's when you have a decision to make. Like if the person can only give you 5% and you have to give 95, like is this a season and is that going to change? And is there ebb and flow? Or is that your relationship forever? And 
regardless of which answer it is, are you okay with that? So then it's like, is this a person that you need to let go? And I'm, I think in the past I was very much like, I want everything to be 50, 50. And if it's not, then you're out of here. And now I just like completely understand that like, there are people that are capable of some things and there are people that are not capable of those things. So I just go to different friends for different things. Like people have different roles and they fill different needs. And I'm very interestingly, like I am finding myself in like multiple friendships right now where it's just me saying, Hey, I love you. I hope you're good. And they never respond. (laughs) And in the past, that would have really hurt me. Like I would have been like, this person hates me. I'm annoying them. And now I'm just like, if you're not actively telling me that I'm bothering you and that you don't want to talk to me, I'm not writing that story in my own head. Like, sure, you could totally be ghosting me. um, And maybe I'm just like talking into the ether. (laughs) But I think that I know my friends well enough to know like when I'm being ghosted and when they're like going through something and I'm trying to just have more balance, um, which has been working really well. So for the most part, I've been feeling really good. But as I said, at the top of the episode, I was feeling like very sad yesterday um, which was why I was like, let me, let me listen to some, some of these hot mess of songs and see. And it's just so, so funny to me. Just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm, I feel like I was in distress. I was in a permanent state of distress, which is wild. Um, I don't have a movie or TV wreck this week. Well, I guess I do. I mean, I, the last movie that I watched is Descendants and Descendants 2. Um, I'm making one of my friends watch them because she's never seen them. So highly recommend Descendants on Disney+. Plus. Um, the plot is not great. The character development is not great, but the music is fire. <laughs> and that is why I keep watching these songs. Um, I also just finished Fourth Wing, um, all the rage on book talk. Apparently I wouldn't know cause I don't take talk. Um, but you guys, I'm obsessed <laughs> with fourth wing. I love it so much. I'm halfway through book two and I literally don't have any time to like read for fun. So I read for fun from like 11 PM to two o'clock in the morning. And that's what I've been doing every night until I finish this book because I love it so much. Um, and I don't even like, I don't even know how to give you like a synopsis. Um, it's like a college for dragon riders that have different powers. And there's a whole lot of nonsense going on, but it's done really well. Like if you're a fan of Akatar, this is like, but Akatar is like fantasy that's really not done well. <laughs> it's it's like this is like Akatar is batshit crazy, and you just have to be along for the ride. Fourth Wing is like this makes sense. Like I like this. Like this is this is logical and fun, and just oh, I laughed, I cried, I loved it. I loved every single page of that first book. It made me so 
happy. Whereas Akatar, you know, there's the, what, the 300 pages of nothing happening and then everything happens. Don't even, I won't even go on a rant about that because that will be a whole nother episode. Um, last thing I wanted to address, I I saw some of you guys wrote reviews and like, oh my gosh, that's so nice. You guys are so nice to me. Like, thank you. I love like keep writing reviews. Write me some more. Um, email me at realhonestpod at gmail.com. If you have thoughts, um, that you want to share, if there are things you want to talk through, um, let me know, like what's going on in your lives. What are you working on? What are you stressed about? Um, Let's let's chat. Okay, bye. I'm not here to sugarcoat love's already above you. Too much shelter causes pain. Let's just be real honest. Things are gonna knock you down. Avoidance will not help you out. Let's talk it through, you me and you. Let's keep it real honest.